MC Rulio, welcome to my crib, here I am. You can join my history crew if you like. We're going to look at the Great Depression today. So, keep your smiley face on because the Depression gets pretty darn depressing for the Germans. Here we go. Okay, October 1929. The shares on the American stock market plummeted in value. Panic set in. In one week, $4,000 million was lost. Not good news for America. But remember, worldwide trade is all linked. Countries buying and selling and buying and selling. Sometimes a little bit of stealing. And as a result, this impacted across the world. Banks lost money, including German banks. People started to withdraw their savings. Oh dear, the hole in the wall couldn't keep up. In fact, they didn't have holes in the wall back then. You had to do it face-to-face. You had to actually speak to someone. Imagine. And banks ran out of cash. Disaster for the German economy. And then, on top of all this, the Americans, well, they had to look after number one, Jack, didn't they? So they decided to recall the loans. Remember the Doors Plan loans they'd given Germany? They wanted them back. Uh-oh. So Germany had to pay back the Doors Plan loans. They couldn't afford to do it. German businesses went bust or scaled back production and as a result there were less jobs so there was more unemployment. Between 1929 and 1930 production fell 10% and then between 1929 and 1932 so within the next two years it had fallen by 40%. That's a huge cut. In September of 1929 there had been 1.3 million Germans unemployed and by January of 1933 Six million. Wowzers. That's a lot of Germans without a job. Foreign trade collapsed as a result. Imports, exports stopped. The economy shut down once again, just like it had in 1923. So, what were the effects of all this? Well, the middle class in Germany lost their savings. There was more unemployment, so there were more people without food, some without shelter, and more importantly, The government failed to act. There was bickering and scrapping, but complete indecision. The Chancellor at this time was a chap called Bruning. I bet his trousers were Bruning, if you know what I mean. 1930 to 1932, he was the Chancellor. And what did he want to do in the middle of all this chaos with people on their knees? I know what I'll do. I'll raise taxes. That'll be popular. Oh, and I'll tell you what else I'll do. I'll reduce benefits. Oh, yes. What an idiot. As you can imagine, annoyed the German people no end. People's decided not to support Bruning, not to support his government, and the coalition that his government had collapsed. Not good at all. Now remember, president of the president of Germany had the power to rule by decree. Article 48 in the Constitution said, in an emergency, you can take over, pal, and you can run the show. Well, at this time, Ebert had gone by now, and from 1925, a chap called Hindenburg had been in power. And so President Hindenburg, very popular guy, former army hero, he decided that he would rule by decree. And in 1932, he passed 66 decrees. Wow, that's a lot of decrees. Violence rose, support for extremists rose, support for for Weimar collapsed. Bruning had to resign in 1932. Who would take over next? It wasn't looking good for Weimar. So, this is where we're going to leave the story of Weimar for now. 
We've traced them right back from their origins in 1918 at the end of World War I through now to the collapse of Weimar in 1932-1933. Um, we're now going to go back through the early years of Weimar and look at it through the eyes of the Nazi Party, thinking about how the Nazi Party flourished at particular times and also withered at particular times as well, and ultimately triumphed in 1933. So that's the end of the Weimar topic. Um, I hope you enjoyed that and um, tune in for the next exciting instalment, which is the rise of the Nazis. And we're going to start that next time by looking at Hitler's early life. Okay, well, there we are then. I'm going to go and eat something. Frog, maybe? I don't know. Find and see whatever's in the fridge. Okay, look after yourselves and each other, in the words of Jerry Springer. Thank you.